What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pelletta. Move law for U.S. equities today. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all dropping with the S&P 500 index down 18 to 21.46, a decline today of nine-tenths of one percent. Stocks dropping ahead of tonight's debate. Deutsche Bank shares tumbled 7.1. Percent, the Dow down one sixty six, down nine tenths of one percent. Nasdaq also down nine tenths of one percent. Gold down ninety cents, little changed at thirteen thirty six the ounce. Crude oil, West Texas intermediate, uh, advancing today by two and a half percent, forty five fifty nine for a barrel of West Texas intermediate crude. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. We are broadcasting live from Midtown Manhattan from the offices of Eisner Amper. They are preparing for their fourth annual Eisner Amper Real Estate Private Equity Summit. That takes place Wednesday, September the 28th. Keynote speaker is Sam Zell, the chairman of Equity Group Investments. And here to tell us more about the upcoming summit and about real estate is Ken Weisenberg. He is a partner in charge of Eisner Amper's real estate practice. Ken, thank you very much for spending time with us. Thank you, Ken. What do you expect to hear and learn at this event on Wednesday? Well, we know that the market is starting to change. We think there's a correction going on. And I'm interested to hear from the speakers as to what the market is actually doing, what their take is, where they see capital should be invested right now, whether they're selling, buying, or holding, uh, where they see the future of the market going over the next couple of months over the next and year. Well, so, so a correction in the markets, it is, a, is it the kind of correction that is, number one, from, oh, developers always develop too much, and, and so ultimately it, it, it peaks and comes down. Is it, well, it would have been okay two years ago to build this much, but a lot of the foreign buyers pulled back because they wanted to park their money someplace safe, and they don't feel that so strongly now. It does it have anything to do with the credit cycle? People say, you know, the Fed's finally serious. They're going to start raising rates. Bond yields are going to rise, and that's going to mean less available financing. All of the above. Okay. Um, I think there's just a um, slight retrenchment. It's not a major crash in the market. You're seeing prices stabilizing or going down a little bit. Uh, and the number of sales, I think, is the key indicator that the market is slowing. Um, while this might be the second highest sales year of commercial office in New York history, um, it's 18% off of last year. And a lot of the sales were contracts that would entered into in 2015 and closed in 2016. So you're seeing a slight pullback, not a complete pullback. I still have clients looking to buy and develop. There's still opportunities to be had. But it's a slower market, and people are taking more time. Also, the price of land had gotten to the point that it made developing very expensive, and the cost of developing prevented rental as, as an option. So a lot more buildings were built as condos, those condos are now being rented out by the owners. 
a lot of people bought them for rental properties, and it's putting pressure on the residential rentals, which is starting to come down a little bit. So you're seeing a lot of different forces taking place. Now, people say, oh, they built too much, especially hotels. They're saying, oh, they built too much. If you look at the number of hotel rooms in New York versus the number of visitors we have in New York, we are still way underserved as an overall market. Now, you've been doing this, I understand, for more than three decades. You helped put together about $50 billion worth of transactions. That, that was a number of years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now we've even uh, accelerated that. Yeah. Is, um, uh, is, the, is the time frame by which people look at these deals? You mentioned you know, looking to the future months and maybe a year. But has the time frame that people measure collapsed during your, uh, your career? Real estate is a cycle. Uh, generally, the cycle runs five to seven years. We're in the seventh year of a long recovery. Uh, whether it's a, I don't, and I don't see it as a 2008 type correction. Um, I see this as more of a take a breath. Might come down five to ten percent over the next year to two years, and then resume its upward climb. Uh, particularly, the gateway cities are seeing tremendous interest both domestically and overseas, for people who want to come to the major gateway cities, who invest in the gateway cities as places to both live and work. Mm. Um, there's been a migration from the suburbs. So who's the gateway cities? Give us the top five. New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Miami, Washington. Okay, so where, what's a gate? What's a potent, What's this, the, the sub-tier or the next gateway city, right? Because it seems to me prices have gone up so much in the cities you just mentioned. Are there places that are going to get the spillover and become, you know, the second-tier gateway. There certainly is. And then those, you really kind of look to the tech cities. Um, you have Boston, Austin, Texas, um, even in, in, in Chicago, um, other Midwestern cities are seeing a rise of, of tech being developed in their, in their borders. And that is a driving force in the market today. Now, financial services is what makes New York. Entertainment is what makes Hollywood. But um, tech is what's making the country, and it's really the next wave of jobs. I think you'll, you'll see some manufacturing growth, but most of the growth and, and real earnings will be in the tech space. As far as investment returns, uh, the, com the comps, the comparables, when you look at treasuries, uh, have got to make uh, real estate look at least uh, attractive on, on one basis, or is that not the way to look at it? Some people look at it that way. Um, a lot of, you know, foreign companies, uh, foreign governments in particular were investing, and they were looking at cap rates of 1.5% to 2%, uh, which I don't think is sustainable in the long term. That means that the, that the, that the property was valued at, at, at a certain amount that the return was only about 1.5%. Right, because they looked to long-term growth or just to safety. So if you had advice uh, for somebody, and I'm sure you do often in your business, but more broadly for our, our people listening today, when it comes to commercial real estate, when it comes to REITs, when it comes to investment opportunities, what's your number one idea right now? Well, first, they should come to the conference and hear what the real experts have to say. Of course. The conference is this Wednesday at Chelsea Pier. Tickets are still available. We have a great lineup of speakers, including several who are on today's show, um, most of whom were on my panel. Well, you're gonna... Sam Sal. And we, have Sam 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 Sal. and we have Sam Sal. And we have Paul Maisie, who is running for, who's running for mayor and is he's the chair of Cushman and Wakefield. So well, it's a very exciting. And let's day. not forget Leslie Himmel, Les partner great. founder Himmel Amerigoff Properties, because you know, powerful woman in real estate. That's always a great example. And 
Oh, my goodness, we had so many terrific people today. So that's just a taste. Thanks so much to you, Ken Weisenberg, from uh, Partner in Charge, Eisner Amper Real Estate Practice. And he's talking about their fourth annual Real Estate Private Equity Summit. You can go online and get all the information you need. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Land Rover Manhattan, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue and online at LandRoverManhattan.com. Land Rover Manhattan is at your service. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.